Hey everybody, welcome to DLS Central. That's right, that's right. David Smith in the building at Clarkville Studios. That's my streaming studio that I use when I'm I'm in my streaming mode. But right now we're in podcast mode and we're talking some NFL. And so it was a pretty good week for us. There were some surprising games that happened. Um, A lot of games I didn't think that were going to be competitive were actually competitive. I feel like that's been the narrative uh, low-key this year. Just teams have been, even though... You, they haven't been like constructed well. They're they're really competitive. They're fighting now. Um, you know, especially teams like the Lions and the Jaguars. It's like they're you you don't expect them to win, but they're they're giving teams more of a game than they expect. And so um, it's just it's been fun to watch the NFL. I'm so glad it's back. It's good to see the fans in there. It's just it's it is great to have things seemingly getting back to what we expect from NFL football. Uh, we got some headlines coming in. I mean, the the, the shocking news is that the Patriots uh, traded uh, Stephon Gilmore uh, to the Panthers, and everybody's like, whoa, you guys traded Gilmore. I mean, and it, it, it it's not a small move because, I mean, Gilmore is – is one of the best defenders in the league and um and, and has been a key piece of the Patriots defense for a minute. So it really um him going to Carolina is going to make them even more stout. So with with what Carolina is trying to do in the NFC is really trying to is really going to uh help them get into the elite of the NFC, because again, everybody's after the Buccaneers, um, but it either that the Buccaneers or the Rams <laughs> or the or the Cardinals. Man, I never would have thought that the Cardinals would would be the the only undefeated team in the league. But again, that that's exactly what happened. But yeah, big news. Big news, especially after the game that the Patriots had. I know people are like, "Why would you trade him?" He, I mean, your defense is what kept you in this game against the Bucks, and you almost won it. But again, there, Belichick as the GM, he he knows what he's doing. Um, there's there's reasons why he makes the moves that he makes, and while it may not seem like it makes sense now, um, he may see something down the line that. This made him say, "Hey, you know what? We 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 need the picks." And and one thing that Belichick um, does, I think, do pretty well is um, is use his utilize his picks in the draft. So he he's going to be uh, going fishing in the, this off season, uh, especially. I mean, because again, you trade a big piece, you're expect for picks. You're expecting to get. He 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 sees something in this draft. I think that uh, peak that piques his interest, and so you don't you don't make a a uh, move like that without a plan. Now, other headlines: uh, Justin Fields is the Bears' starting QB, and I mean we all knew it was going to happen. And I wish the coach would have would have not said what he said initially. It was like, oh well, you know, when when, uh, when Andy Dalton's healthy, he's our starting quarterback. Because you can't, you never can say that. I mean. It, the NFL stocks rise and fall every week. And so you you can play have a good game, you know, one week week one, a terrible game game week two, and then people have doubts and want to sit you. And so or, or you know, a mediocre game week three. And all of a sudden, hey, you, your job can be in jeopardy, especially if you got a, a quarterback that people want to see um as second string. So with Chicago, I mean Dalton really didn't do himself any favors. Uh, people have been wanting to see Fields uh, every, and, and, fo- and some folks felt like he should have been the starter from jump. But because Andy Dalton is a decent 
at best quarterback. I mean, you don't pull him in just for him to be second string, but I mean, but that's that that's where he is now. Um, especially with with him dealing with the injury that he dealt with. So we we got to see Fields in action. I think he had a much better game uh, against the Lions than he had against Cleveland, and I felt like he might be able to because again. Cleveland's defense is 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 awesome. Um, they they get a lot of pressure. They attack. Um, they make it tough on you. And the Bears they they don't block well uh, from an offensive standpoint. So um, it was, I, I think it was fair. It was unfair for field for the, uh, all the fields criticism. Well, all the criticism that fields got because. He had no time to throw the football. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing if 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 a quarterback makes a bad decisions, but when you have no time to make decisions, I mean, to me, that's not a quarterback issue. That's an old line issue. Um, and every and most people were saying that hey, feels that that wasn't your fault. But he he looked he he looked good enough to where the coach was like, okay, we're going to give the reins to Justin going forward, and and you might as well. I mean. The the big picture is this. The Bears aren't making the playoffs. The Bears aren't going to win anything significant. I mean, the the best they can do is put it. They, I don't want to say they can't make the playoffs, but at this point, the way they play, the only chance they have is to sneak in with a wild card. And then, you know, then who knows? Because the NFL playoffs are are crazy. You can have a terrible record, you get a playoffs, and then turn to a a totally different different team. And next thing you know, you're a threat uh, to get to the Super Bowl. Um, that that's how the Giants won the Super Bowl uh, the past couple of years when they went and, and beat the Patriots twice. It was just they they were hanging around, hanging around, and then they 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 got into the playoffs in the wild card form and just flipped a switch and. and the Giants, I've said this before, the Giants are, um, I don't know how we got to the Giants, but it just it makes sense. But the Giants are, are a team where they 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 perk up if they have motivation to win. And so with, if they've got something that they, if they've got a chance at actually making the playoffs and doing some damage, then they they'll get interested and they'll play better than if there's really nothing to play for. They you know they they have to have something um, to like a goal or or it's like they have to have something to 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 spur them to wake up uh, and actually play with some passion. But when they do, it's it's entertaining. And so yeah, that you know those are some of the the main headlines um, that are going on that. Everybody's kind of like, whoa, whoa. I mean, we we saw the we saw the duel, uh, Brady versus Belichick. The the Bucks won the game, but Brady wasn't himself. I think Belichick, um, he 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 did some good things. He did a lot to to keep Brady in check. Um, but it makes sense because again, it's like you coach it a, a player for twenty years. You you pretty know his strength, pretty much know his strengths and weaknesses, and they don't they don't change much after one year with the new team. So he he had a game plan for Tom. It's just the the tough part was the the Patriots. They had a shot at winning that game uh, pretty much through most of it, but they just couldn't find a way to capitalize. I thought Mac Jones, um, considering what the pressure that he was under, I thought he he had a good game. He showed something. Um, ultimately. When when you needed him to to uh, to really do some damage, he he probably couldn't make like the big plays, but he did. He he showed some fire, and I think the Patriots Patriots fan nation, you know, they should they should be okay with with Mac Jones. He just give him some time, let him develop, and and he'll be good. Um, so that that was a great a, a great matchup. That was what everybody was talking about, um, you know, last week. Ugly, you know, brutal game. It, it was definitely a game that, in most cases, the Patriots win. I think if if, if Brady was on the Patriots, the Patriots would win the game. Uh, he just happened to be on the Bucks, and he was able to do a little bit more to to help them edge out with a nineteen to seventeen uh, victory. 
Um, another game that was surprisingly good. I mean, I looked at this on the schedule. It was a Thursday night game. Two low t- lower-tier teams, Bengals and Jags, going at it in Cincy uh, last Thursday. I really didn't care who won. I think I picked the Bengals to win this, and they did. Um, and it was, but it was a tight game. I mean, you know, Burrow and and Lawrence were were going at it, but uh, with Joe Burrow wins this one, he 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 outdueled him, and I I think Burrow is is going to be a solid quarterback. He's probably going to really we're going to be talking about Joe Burrow for a while. With the caveat, you know, you always got to have an asterisk if he can stay healthy. I mean that that. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that unfortunately that's the narrative with him because he got hurt as far as his first season. Um and so it is is gonna be a narrative until he can pull off a couple seasons without having to be on on IR or you know or or out uh for a couple games for some reason. So uh but that was that was actually a, a more entertaining game than it than on paper than it looks. Um, another game that was more entertaining on paper, uh, well, like an actual reality than it was on paper, was the Washington game. Uh, you know, they played the football team. They played the Falcons, and I'm I'm hurt. My 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 feelings are hurt. I mean, I, I feel bad for Atlanta just because that they they've been losing so many of these games. It's it's just it's it's tough to watch and. I'm watching them play this game, and they're keeping it close, and they have the lead. But it's just, I had a feeling like, man, this is the type of game they would lose, and they sure enough didn't. And they they lost it. They couldn't hold on to the lead, and that's really been killing the Falcons for the past couple of seasons. It's it's not that they don't put that they can't put up points. It's just they fold at the wrong times, and they let the team. Edge out with the victory. I mean, it was back and forth all game uh, between both of these teams. They're they're you know hitting each other with blow after blow, and it looked like the Falcons had them. But then Washington just found a way <laughs> to win the game, and at home too, it just it's tough. It, it, it I feel bad for for the Falcons fans um, because this was a game that. That you needed, that you could have won, um, it would have, it would have, it would have given given you a little bit of uh, more footing, a little bit more footing as it relates to uh, the division. It just it it would have done a lot more. I mean, it would have tied you with New Orleans. It you know Carolina and Tampa are tied at two two. It just it, it would have given you a better footing. It would have it would have uh, made you kind of like middle of the road, but. Man, that's just that that was tough to watch. I, I really felt bad for Atlanta. But they've got you know, the the good news is there's a lot of game uh there's a there's a lot of season left to play. So uh they 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 have to recover from their miscues because these are the type of things that just discourage a franchise. I mean they, they edged out a win against the Giants, their only win of the season, um, you know, in week three. And then, you know, the other weeks, again, they they play they play okay, and but they just they can't do enough to actually get the victory. I mean they 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 play the Bucks a little bit hard until Matt Ryan just does Matt Ryan things and next thing you know you're getting blown out. <laughs> and they they really couldn't do much of anything against the Eagles, which I was surprised. I didn't think that they were gonna just gonna lay an egg against the against the Eagles, but that's what happened in Week One. So it's just when you look at the Falcons, they they can they can do some things, but they just they make so many mistakes that it just it kills all of their momentum. Now another team that. I mean the the as as competitive as the Washington you know as the Washington versus Atlanta game was, the Bills versus Texans game was not competitive at all, and I knew it wouldn't be because the Texans don't have anything. I mean the, the Texans are totally gutted, and 
I mean, no Deshaun Watson. I don't know who the quarterback is. <laughs> like, I feel bad for that guy because he's just kind of thrown in there. His, his last name is Mills. My man threw four interceptions, only had 87 yards passing. It's just, it. Yeah, you you knew the you knew that Buffalo was gonna kill him. I mean, Josh Allen had a great a, a great game as he should have against. Um, the, this Houston team, and you just, I, I, yeah, they're they're totally gutted. But this was a game that the Bills should win um, by this score because if because they're they're listed as a team that is um, among the best in the league. So if you're the best in the league, you got to crush teams like the Texans. Who really have nothing going for them. So um, that that was a great win for the Bills at home, especially. Um, now, the Bills, they weren't tested um, this week, but, well, this past week, but they will be tested on Sunday Night Football. And we'll, and we'll talk about that um, once we get to week four. Week five predictions. I can't believe it's week five in NFL already. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> but uh, let, let's see what October brings for for uh, the teams. Now, Lions Bears. That was that was again. We talked about Justin Fields uh, having a better game uh, this time. Uh, he he pretty much did you know better against the Lions. Um, Lions tried to come back, but it was just too late. Um, they just again, their Lions are another team. It's just they really don't have much um, to to work with. I mean, I you know they got Jared Goff. I think he's Goff isn't terrible, um, but they they're going to need a lot more than Jared Goff if they want to be serious. Especially because I mean, they, again, they play in a tough division. They got to see the Bears again. They got to play the Packers again. You know they gotta they gotta deal with the Vikings. It's like they, it, it's a, that division is always a grind for them. So, and and with their personnel, I just it, it's hard for them to to get any footing. So, tough loss for the Lions. It's not that they're not playing hard. It's just they just they're suffering from a lack of personnel. Now, Cowboys Panthers. I didn't think the Panthers were. I didn't think Cowboys were gonna win this game, but. They actually won it. I mean, Cowboys. I don't want to say they're legit yet, but they're. But it, it's in the queue, um, because they've been they've been playing better. It seems like they've had more activity, more action, more electricity, um, and they're focused. And so, you know, teams are on notice. They they can't just put a W by the Cowboys. They're going to have to play them. Uh, you know, Dak and Zeke, they're they're coming for it. So I think teams are, are, are really gonna have to clamp down. I mean the Cowboys at this point have definitely already won the NFC East. Um I'm calling that already, but it just as they stack up with other teams, that that's really what the test is gonna be. They played a they beat a very uh you know a, a, a better team. Um, with the Panthers than, you know, say if they were playing against the, you know, the Giants or something like that. Uh, but, again, they showed a lot playing against the Panthers. Panthers are going to be even stronger again now that, that they've got Stephon Gilmore. Uh, so that's going to be pretty pretty interesting to watch. Um, but, yeah, surprising game for the Cowboys and a win at home. So I, I know uh, – all the Cowboys fans were were talking about. See, we're legit. We're legit. I'm like, oh, I just I need to see a couple more games before I want to say, okay, they're legit. Dolphins, Colts, ugly game, ugly game. I think I picked the Dolphins to win this one, but they they got beat. The Colts, the Colts uh, took care of business in Miami and and beat them. You know, beat them down. You know, one by ten. So. I, that was surprising to me. I, I thought the Dolphins are going to play better than that. Um, but, again, they're without Tua. So, there's a lot of regrouping uh, that they have to do. All 
Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Browns versus the Vikings. I mean, I knew that was going to be an ugly game, but I think I predicted it, the, the scoring to be higher. Um, but Browns edged it out in Minnesota. That was a tough game. It felt like the Browns were trying to give the Vikings that game, <laughs> like pretty much. But the Vikings, they couldn't. It's like they couldn't capitalize on the Browns' offensive miscues, and so I mean, it was it was really, really a defensive game. Um, but it was it was ugly. It was tough to watch. Um, is Baker didn't throw a, a interception, but he didn't throw a touchdown either. I mean, it was only 155 yards passing, and I mean Kareem Hunt really didn't do much on the ground. He only got 69 yards. He got a touchdown, but only got 69 yards. I mean Kirk, Kirk out through Baker, um, but he couldn't capitalize either and and it's just it was one of those games where both teams just really didn't seem like they they wanted they wanted to win uh, at all i mean so ugly game and and there's some questions about baker mayfield i mean i i think baker's good um but again i also don't count on baker i, I and i think that's a fair that that's a fair assessment of him. He's not, he's not a quarterback that you can count on that you, that you feel threatened by um, because he just against elite teams. He, he just doesn't seem like he can, like he can be solid, but he can't win you games in the moment. I mean, again, when they played the chiefs last year and this year, they they had chances to win those games, but he just he couldn't make the throws that they needed to to pull out the victory. And so, um, the the Browns, I think the Browns offense goes as their as a run game goes, and that and that sh- that opens up opportunities for Baker. Um, I don't think Odell's going to be on the team next year, just because. It, it's not a it's not a great fit for Odell. Odell needs a a a quarterback with with that that's more of a bombs away uh, kind of quarterback. Um, I would say he he needs more of a um, of a Derek Carr, um, what Ben Roethlisberger used to be, um, <laughs> um, Herbert. Mahomes, he needs one of those uh, type of quarterbacks that can just really air it out um, because he's he's not going to get that with Baker. Baker needs more uh, underneath plays, more 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 uh, West Coast style slash you know broken play receiver kind of you know uh, action. So I just I don't think it's a fit in Cleveland. It was great to have Odell there, but again, I'm. I, I'm thinking he's not gonna be there after this season. But good win for the Browns. Hey, wins a win, and we're three and zero, which is great. There's been so many seasons where we are, we, our record's been like like the Lions' record, zero and four. 
um, and with nothing to look forward to and the, the good players that we do have injured already. So it's, it's, it's great to see the Browns competitive and, and as a, as a Browns fan, I'm really happy. Um, they, they, you, you win ugly, but a win is still a win. <laughs> so, Hey, shout out to my Browns giants surprisingly beat the saints and that and and with this i'm saying that there's something wrong with the saints the, the saints are pretenders um they they they're up and down and you, you really can't count on them to be consistent um and that's and that starts with Jameis. I mean, J- Jameis has got to – he's got – it's not that he doesn't have weapons. It's just he's got to use them. I mean, they're, and their defense has never really been, like, super stout. Um, but, I mean, against the Giants, you gave the Giants their first win. Is And you were – and you lost at home. You it, it, Yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong with the Saints. Saints are broken. Um, the Jets got their first win too over the Titans. The tight I thought the Titans were gonna be like dangerous, but it seems like they have like very little motivation to win. I mean, last year they were just really aggressive. I just I just think they lost a little bit of their edge this year. Um, even with Julio, it just seems like like they you know you thought they were gonna do something. I thought they were gonna do something. Uh, but they they could do nothing. It's like you let you let the Jets beat you. If for I still think that the the Jets are terrible, um, but they showed up against this Tennessee team. They showed a you know really good poise. I'm I'm happy for Zach Wilson. I will say that I'm happy for him because I mean. It wasn't looking good for him at all. My man was throwing picks all over, like multiple picks all over the place. Um, but I mean, this this is how you learn. And and if anything, I it is it'll be surprising that once he flips a switch and actually um gets to to playing some good football, he might be dangerous because he got thrown to the wolves and because he. He was allowed to make mistakes because, like, what what else are the Jets gonna do? It's not like they can really go into any go to anybody else that they trust. You might as well leave the kid in there, let him muck it up. I mean, you know, there, it's not like we're making the playoffs, so let him develop and then see what he has. Coach him up, and then maybe next season um, he makes a leap and and you can be even more of a threat in the NFC East. I mean, NFC in the AFC East rather. So. His, I, I was glad that he had a good game for once. But we got a lot of more football to play. Hopefully he can learn some more lessons. But good win for the Jets. Chiefs, Eagles. Everybody had the Chiefs to win this one. We didn't think it was going to be as competitive as it was. But again, the Chiefs' defense is terrible. <laughs> this This game should not have been as close as it was. I mean, the Eagles aren't a good football team, but they're competitive. They're frisky, and they weren't going away. They they exploited the Chiefs' defense, and primarily it's because they, they really couldn't stop um, the, the passing game. I mean, they were just – they were getting chunk plays, 10 yards here, 5 yards here, 8 yards, 15-yard pass. I mean, they were, they were just marching down the field. They – they didn't it's like they they were able to do whatever they wanted to do against the chiefs and the 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 only problem that they couldn't solve was the fact that they just they they stopped being able to guard Tyreek Hill and and once you let Tyreek Hill run amok i mean he scored three touchdowns on on uh on bombs <laughs> so Tyreek Hill is just he he's the most dangerous weapon in it, it, it like from a receiving standpoint in the NFL. I mean, he's just he's unguardable. I I mean, he he he's guardable at moments, but he can if he really wants to is that he can get open so easy. So that that's really what broke the game open for the Chiefs, but I mean, the Eagles are going back and forth with them tick for tack. Um and to me if you're a Chiefs that's really concerning because 
as we've seen, if the offense is sloppy, like they're they're gonna get beat because the defense just can't hold anybody, they can't stop anybody, um, and and you can't always count on Mahomes to outduel on Mahomes to outduel uh, the other quarterback or 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 put up points. So Chiefs, they're they're trying to right their ship. But they're still not out of the woods yet, um, especially with their their defensive play against the Eagles. So it'll be interesting to see how they play going forward. Cardinals beat the Rams. That was the one that was surprising. I actually thought the Rams were going to to uh, to beat the Cardinals just because I thought the Rams were the better team. I, the Cardinals are good, um, but I thought the Rams were more solid. But Cardinals. They gave LA the business. 37 to 20. I mean, they 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 ran all over them. And it, they just didn't have it. I mean, I, I know Skip will, it was saying that it was just they were the the Rams just suffered kind of like a, a um like a hangover because of, you know, they coming off the win against the Bucks. Um but yeah, they just they didn't have it. Kyler Murray was was great, and they they ran all over them. And and defensively, they they were able to stop them from doing a lot of things that they wanted to do. So, um, great great win for the Cardinals, and they're as it stands right now the only undefeated team in the NFC. I mean, in the NFL rather. And so, got to see if they can keep it up. Niners Seahawks. I knew this one was going to be a tough game. It always is. Whenever they play each other, it's always competitive. Um, and so, but the Seahawks needed this win more than the Niners did, I think, uh, because the the narrative against the Seahawks is going to have uh, more weight if they were to be going into week five, one and three. Um, so the Seahawks needed that, especially on the road. Niners aren't pushovers. Um, they're not great, but they're not pushovers either. Um, I think if you're a 49ers fan, you're concerned about Jimmy G again. Guy, you know, he, he gets hurt. And so, you know, but the good news is they they, they can turn to Trey Lance and, and develop the, the rookie there. But you, you got to be concerned about Garoppolo and just his health because he goes down a lot. And um, that's starting to be – the thing with him, he's starting to get into that, to that, uh, the, uh, the, the Carson Wentz, um, kind of, you know, mode of, of characterization where it's like, man, if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, uh, there's a, again, there's another quarterback I, I'm thinking of that I can't, Carson Palmer, yeah, it's like you start to get into that, to that zone. Or it's like, oh, if he can stay healthy, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, it's like, yeah, but when is he healthy? Um, and you can't count on that. So I think the Niners, Niners are going to have uh, some decisions to make also in that regard. But they played a good game. It was a very competitive game. Seahawks just needed it more, and they took it. Ravens, Broncos, Ravens, they, they should have won this game 23-7. Um, to 7. I'm not surprised with the score on that one. Um, I mean, they're they're a threat uh, to win, definitely win their division, and you know they they're also a threat to you know to really make some waves in the playoffs. So they 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 needed to beat an inferior team in the Broncos. There now, Steelers Packers. I watched this game. It's like it's not like I mean the the Packers were never really out of control of the game, but the Steelers had opportunities to, to, um, to make this game more competitive. Um, but again, Ben just can't make the throws anymore. Uh, again, if I'm the Steelers, I'm not offering him another contract after this year is up. Like you're done. We, we, we think that you should retire that, that way we can give you a, a celebration. We can, we can we can uh you know put your jersey up in the stadium um with the other historic jerseys he's won two super bowls for the franchise um 
I mean, he he's going to mean a lot. He means a lot to that Steeler organization. But again, if I if I'm you know Steeler leadership, I'm saying, hey Ben, it's time. <laughs> it's time, man. And it's not about oh well. If I go to another team, I play better. It's just he, he doesn't have the tools anymore. That that's what uh, that's what Mick was telling Rocky. And Rocky too. You just you, you know you got hard, but you ain't got the tools no more. You know it's just not it's not there. And I think that it's not there for Ben. He's just he's 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 banged up. He's beat up. He's out there. He's giving it his all. He is. It's not that he's mailing it in, but it's just his skills are diminishing. And we're and seeing him try to try to make the throws that he used to be able to make. Um, and them just sailing, like overthrowing or underthrowing the football, it's just that that puts the Steelers in a tough position. And it's not like they they couldn't have got in this game, but again, he just he couldn't com- really complete anything. So um, the Steelers, you know, they're definitely going to to need to really invest more in their quarterback. So. We'll see what happens with that going forward. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, cool as a cucumber. But, again, it was just – that game was more about how sad the Steelers are right now. And we, we talked about Bucks, Patriots, Buccaneers edged that one out. It was a, it was a, a ugly game, um, you know, tough defensive battle. Um, both teams, you know, were really, you know, trying to stop the other. And it just Brady edged – edged out the Patriots, uh, but they gave him a hero's welcome. I was really happy to see how, how the, how they treated him and, and they welcomed him. That that was really great to see. And then uh, finally Raiders chargers, chargers, man, they're, they're dangerous. They're dangerous. I mean, they, they took down the chiefs and, and of course they're my Browns have to play them next. So, um, it's it's the cheat the the charges are a problem and it's really gonna be um, fun to see to see how things turn up for them as the season progresses. It's like can they keep the momentum? Um, can their guys stay healthy? Because I think if they can stay healthy, then they can really do some damage. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. On to week five in the NFL. And so Thursday night football, Rams versus the Seahawks. This is a good one. This is a good Thursday night football game. Uh, In Seattle, Rams looking to bounce back. Seahawks looking to keep some momentum going. Uh, I I look at this as a game where neither team can really afford to lose um, because they need to, to, to keep themselves like afloat. So, I, I'm I'm going with the Rams just because I think they have a better team than the Seahawks, but this is not going to be an easy game for them. Uh, Seahawks are going to bring it, especially with them being at home. So 
I expect it to really be a competitive, close affair. Both teams will probably be in the 20s uh, in terms of points, I'm guessing. Uh, that's what I would expect. Uh, but I think the Rams edge them out uh, on the road. So going Rams against the Seahawks. Jets on Sunday playing the Falcons. I want to go Falcons here, but I mean, with the way they <laughs> the way they played against Washington, I'm like, I don't know. The Jets might might win this one. I mean, they the 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 that rookie quarterback for the Jets and figure out the, the mess around and got a little bit of confidence. So it is not a gimme for the Falcons. But I'm still going with Atlanta because I think it's a game that they should win, especially being at home. I mean, they they should have beaten Washington, but I think the Jets are inferior to Washington. So the Falcons should be able to to take care of business and beat the Jets. If they lose to the Jets, then that coach needs to be fired. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. And I, I'm not the one to usually call off people's jobs and stuff, but you lose to the Jets, especially the way you've been losing this season, that coach has got to be gone. Now, Packers, Bengals, both teams are three and one. You look at the Bengals, and the, it's weird because you're like, how are they three and one? Like, what? And you go over their schedule, and it's like, really? And it's like, yeah, it's three and one. It is it's not a convincing three and one, but I mean you you are what your record says you are. That's that's what uh, the old coach says. Uh, but I think Packers win this one on the road. Um, could be a little frisky if the Packers play sloppy, uh, because the, again the Bengals are three and one. Um, we may not want to believe it, but it, it it is what it is, which means that they they can make this a game. If the Packers aren't on their P's and Q's, so, uh, but I expect Aaron Rodgers to be crisp and uh, the you know the Packers to be to be focused, and I think they'll beat the Bengals uh, at home. But it'll, it'll I think it'll be interesting to watch. I, I will watch that one live. Lions Vikings uh, division rivalry matchup. I'm giving the edge to the Vikings uh, because again, I mean they played the Browns pretty tough um, in like last week, so at home. And so now they're at home again. Lions are coming to town. I think the Vikings will take care of business and and give the Lions fits. They generally do give the Lions problems. The Lions struggle uh, playing playing against Miami. I think they do a better job against Chicago than they do against uh, the Vikings just because of, of how the, their their style of play. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm expecting – Vikings to probably win by 10 uh, in this game. So, we'll, but we'll see what happens. Steelers at home playing the Broncos. This is this is going to be um, an interesting game. I think it's, it's not going to be pretty. Um, but, again, I, I think it's something where the Broncos should win this game. They're a better football team than the Steelers uh, from a um, – just from a discipline standpoint. Um, I think the Steelers can win this game. Um, but I just again I with the way they're playing with with Ben not being able to to make the throws that he used to be able to make is it, going to be a struggle for them to do much of anything. So <clears throat> excuse me, I'm going I'm going Broncos on this one. Dolphins playing the Buccaneers. I think this is a game the Bucks should win, especially with. With how the Dolphins uh, have kind of fallen off, they don't have their their quarterback. Um, this this should be a game where the Bucks, especially being at home, uh, battle battle of Florida. Well, one of the battles before because they got another Florida team. So this, this is a, a Florida game. Um, Buccaneers should take care of business. Um, it would be nice if they if they uh, do what the what the Bills did to the Texans and put up a 40 nothing victory. Um, but knowing the Buccaneers, uh, they'll play sloppy on defense, um, which will allow the Dolphins to do Dolphin-y things. So, <laughs> and, and figure out a way to, to make this game a little bit more interesting. But I, 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 I'm predicting the Bucs to, to roll over the Dolphins. The Saints playing Washington. Now, 
a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, Saints all day. But with the way the Saints have been playing, it's, it's like, this is definitely a winnable game for Washington. I mean, I, I'm going to pick the Saints just because, again, I, on paper, they're better. But they haven't played up to their potential. They haven't played based on what they really look like. So I'm going, I'm going Saints, but I'm not going to be surprised if Washington beats them. Eagles, Panthers. This game is is probably going to be really competitive. I actually think it's is uh is going to be back and forth. Um, the Eagles are frisky. Uh, Panthers are, are are I think good defensively, but they they have holes. And I think if the Eagles are uh, focused, they can exploit some of those holes, especially watching the tape. Uh, you know, against uh like with with the Panthers and how they lost the last game. Uh, I think the Eagles can actually do some things that I think they'll be able to move the ball. Um, but again, it's just with the Panthers, especially getting Gilmore, it'll be interesting to see uh, how he incorporates into their defense. But if he can help them even like shore up some of their, their issues, then this game should be no problem for the Panthers. But I just, I see it being competitive just because I, I like what I saw from the Eagles, even in a losing effort against uh, Kansas City. Titans Jags. This is going to be an ugly game. The Titans should win this one, though. I mean, I don't. I to me, this is probably one of the 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 easiest matchups that they're going to get all season. Um, if they can't take care of the Jags, then there's really something going on in Tennessee that that's not good. So, I'm picking Titans over the Jags. I'm also picking the Patriots to to beat Houston. Um, they're going to be in Houston. Houston has nothing for like for anybody to get excited about. Um, so, if you're the Patriots, this is a game that you 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 really need to win because if you can't win this game. That season's going to be really tough. Bears playing the Raiders. The Raiders should win this one in Vegas. Um, but, again, the Bears are frisky. And the only reason I say the Bears, you know, are a team to, to be paid attention to is because of their defense. I mean, I'm not really sold on their offense just yet, but... That defense is still brutal, and I think that's what the Raiders will have to really attend for. Um, it, it doesn't look like – I mean, Derek Carr, if you can get to him, you can really disrupt things. And so um, I think the, the the Raiders' offensive line is going to be tested. And so that we're going to see – well, even more than they already were uh, against the Chargers. But we're, we're going to see what that looks like. Browns, speaking of Chargers, Browns on the road – in LA playing the Chargers, I I gotta go Chargers. I gotta go Chargers. I, I think Herbert outduels Baker. I don't think Baker can can outduel Herbert. Herbert just lets it fly. Baker doesn't seem like he's confident um when it comes to throwing a deep ball. I think Baker will give you the short stuff all day, but I mean Herbert just lets that thing fly. I don't it this will be a a, a real test for the Browns defense. I mean, they were tested and they they failed that test against the Chiefs. Um, but I don't think they're fair or they'll they will fare much better against the Chargers who beat the Chiefs, um, especially with the way they play offense. So I love my Browns, but I, I think they um they go down on the road to to the Chargers in this one. Giants, Cowboys, classic rivalry matchup. Lots of history there. I'm going Cowboys. They're they're just they're the better team. They're at home. They're in Jerry World. <laughs> it, it, it's a game that they should win. And so to me, if they if they lose to the Giants, then it's a shame because from a talent perspective, they're just better. The 49ers playing the Cardinals in Arizona. Cardinals should win this one. I don't see the Niners being a threat uh, to what they 
to to what they um, you know they're going to do offensively, and so to me this one could very well uh, be a blowout just because of what Car- what the Cardinals have in their arsenal. So that's that. Now the you talking about a marquee matchup on Sunday Night Football on NBC. <laughs> so you you talk about marquee matchup, Buffalo going to KC to play the Chiefs at Arrowhead. This is this is potentially going to be the AFC. I mean this this is a rematch for the AFC. Um, uh, what the uh, the divisional round uh, with the Bills playing the Chiefs um, to to get to the uh, the AFC championship. I'm I'm seeing I I'm thinking that um this is going to be potentially what we see um again in the playoffs. Uh, it may be for the AOC championship depending on how the seeding goes. Uh, but to me that you know the these are probably the two best teams in the AFC going at it. Um the edge I think the edge goes to the Chiefs. Just because I don't think that they can they can defend against um, like the Chiefs passing attack, but the Buffalo is going to give the Chiefs problem because again the Chiefs can't stop anybody. So it's really going to come down to who can score more points. I just I give the the edge to the Chiefs just because they just have more weapons. So it's going to be a fun one to watch. That that game is going to be great. Um, to to hear Michaels and Collinsworth call that one is going to be fun, and then Monday Night Football. <laughs> yes, love love the theme music. Colts Ravens, it, it's a game the Ravens should win. I mean, it, it's not probably going to be exciting to watch on paper. I mean, it, it could be great. The only reason you you watch is just to see Lamar. Um, but other than that, there there's really no incentive to watch this game. It, it should be um, a take care of business game for Baltimore. Um, so, and if they win that, I think they'll probably be the the kings of the AFC uh, North uh, with the win against the Colts. Now, because again, I, I don't see the Browns beating the Chargers, um, Steelers. I don't see them, you know, them beating uh, the uh, the Broncos and the Bengals. I don't see them beating the Packers. So I just think that the Ravens are going to be the only team that wins in Week Five. So. And because they're all they're three and one, um, and tied with uh, the Browns and with the Bengals, that that's going to put them in first place, um, you know, in that division. So it, it, it's a game that's that the Ravens uh, should win. Now, if they lose that game, they got some problems. <laughs> they got some problems. So, uh, but that that's my pick. Uh, those are my picks for Week Five. Uh, fun times in the NFL. And uh, looking forward to to watching those games. Um, boxing, we got boxing coming up this weekend. Uh, rematch again. We got the we got the trilogy. Uh, Deontay Wilder going up against Tyson Fury. First time it was a draw. Second time Tyson Fury uh, won uh, definitively against Deontay Wilder. And now here's the rubber match. Let's see who's the better man. I think this is going to be the last meeting between these two fighters. And so um, you want, I, I want to see Deontay Wilder fight a lot better. Um, and I know he he's changed trainers and it looks like he's more, he's, he's more focused. I hope that he changes the style a little bit because he's got power, but he just he only knows how to throw one punch and granted when he, if he connects his lights out but if you can neutralize his cannon he doesn't really have any other weapons and that's what and, and when you're a boxer like Tyson Fury 
he can he he was able to easily exploit uh, Deontay Wilder and take him down and you know and make him look silly, and so um, it's it's gonna be a a rematch. It's gonna be fun. Um, I don't know who's gonna win. I feel like the it the you still got to give the edge to Tyson Fury just because he's a more skilled boxer. Um, he has a style that I just I think that isn't favorable to what Deontay Wilder wants to do. Wilder's always been a slow starter. He doesn't, you know, he he kind of like just waits for an opening to unload. Um, but again, Tyson Fury is not. He he he's a heavyweight that moves. He's not just gonna allow you to just hit you know to 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 just hit him any kind of way he, he's great at moving his head uh great at you know he, for his size you don't think he that he can you know that he has good footwork but he's, he's got okay footwork I feel like he's a little clumsy but his awkwardness makes him tough to fight and because he's so big it's that like you have to respect him so you're you're really in a tough spot when you fight Tyson Fury, uh, just because there's so many things that you have to account for. Um, but I, I, if Deontay Wilder comes in more determined and he shows that with his actions, it's going to be a fun night uh, for boxing. Um, and of course, we got NBA preseason uh, in full swing. Nobody's playing serious, uh, but. It is it's great to have NBA back. You got the uh, baseball playoffs uh, starting, and so um, you know that this is when I guess watching baseball gets interesting. Um, and I, I might I might start following now that we we can see who's in the playoffs. So if if I start talking some baseball next week, uh, then <laughs> then then just you know just know that it's it is time for the, where I where I actually want to watch it now. Um, but that that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, we're talking wrestling. Uh, they had to draft. Um, some things went well. Some things didn't. Uh, I guess so, certain picks I, I thought felt uh, like kind of like, well, what are you really trying to accomplish there? Um, but overall, great draft. I I, I think we're gonna get some uh, some some good matches going forward. The the big news is. Um. Yeah, we got Crown Jewel Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, uh, Goldberg versus Lashley um, at, at Crown Jewel uh, at the end of the month. But we also have King of the Ring coming up and Queen of the Ring, like the the Queen's Crown. So finally, the women have their own tournament to decide who who's the Queen of the Ring. So it is gonna be. Fun to watch. I'm rooting for Xavier Woods. I want him to win uh, the the King of the Ring. I think a lot of people are rooting for him, um, and so it'll be interesting. I, I I do think that he's gonna have. It is really gonna be tough for him to to win the title because. But I, I don't even know who's in it. But I just feel like it's gonna be tough uh, going for him. But. I want to root for him. We're going to see how it goes and, and see what it develops. So, oh, yeah, we also got uh, uh, Big E and Drew McIntyre for, for the title uh, at Crown Jewel, too. So that that's going to be fun. Um, uh, they've been, I thought their pay-per-views have been pretty good. I know I know everybody's really critical of WWE, but I, I'm an optimistic WWE guy, uh, and I'm into a lot of what they do. Um, and so... And I like the characters that develop. I like what they're doing with NXT. I like the the new flavor that they have. That Brian Breaker guy, my goodness! <laughs> you talk about. I mean, he he's he's definitely a Steiner. I think he's what he's got Steiner son. He is definitely uh, a Steiner, you know, through and through. And he he looks legit. He looks like money. And so. Um, he he's gonna be NXT champion. I hope they don't give it to him right away. I I, I want Tommaso Ciampa to 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 edge out the victory, um, you know, and, and beat him because he he it, it, I don't think it's his time yet. Um, but when it is his time, it's gonna be great. Uh, personally, I would like to see LA Knight win the NXT title uh, between. Um, like between Survivor Series time and the Royal Rumble, uh, because again, 
I just I think that he's the type of heel that you that you you would be that you would love to root against, but he just finds a way to win to 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 edge out these matches and win these matches um just by by brains and ingenuity um and taking advantage of of uh of of miscues by the other wrestler or distractions or things of just that nature i just feel like he's a great heel he's a great talker and he and he's got a great physique and i just he and he can wrestle so to me i think um he he can also really shine up some baby faces to where there's a chase. I mean, he made he made us care about Cameron Grimes like big time, um, just because of his you know his personality. So I I think that if that that's the move to make, put the title on L.A. Knight and have him go up against competition that that's really more brutal that where he's in over his head, but he just he finds a way. To, to to win these matches after getting beat up most of the night. Like, give him the Flair treatment. Because uh, that's pretty much a Ric Flair match. I mean, Ric Flair was, in most of his matches, you know, he was he was taking the guy's best shot and, and figuring out a way to, to win, you know, by, you know, by slickness. So, that that's that's what I see in LA Knight. I think he can really do some damage there. There's a, there's a lot of guys that uh and, and gals that are great um on NXT and WWE um and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how that goes. I I, I would I would love to 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 uh, write WWE with some ideas from a booking perspective. Um just because some guys it's just like if they were booked a certain way you really be able to see what they can do um but um is this no no we all have our ideas but i'm i'm once again i'm an optimistic wwe fan and so um oh yeah and, and lastly yeah i talk about the uh the Kyrie thing um i mean i get the the whole vaccinated unvaccinated thing you know with 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 players having their issues i mean i think it's not that that people are are happy are happy to take the vaccine, um, but they do it because they want to. You know, they 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 believe that they're you know they're protecting their family and friends and loved ones, um, and you know they're trying to keep business systems uh, going and uh, so that you know we can enjoy um, the NBA and the NFL and, and just work. Uh, <laughs> it's like you know just regular like you know more employers are requiring that, you know, you do that in order just to work. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, we, we can all be skeptical of, of, uh, you know, the, the medicines and the methods and, and the urgency and, you know, all the mandates. But I mean, again, just with Kyrie's situation, you can't help, but look at it and just be like, man, like, you're saying that you don't want to be a distraction, but you're being a distraction. And it's better for him to just make his stance and be firm with it. That way he don't hold the other team in limbo because, again, they have things, they have moves that they have to make. Yeah, we're in preseason, but, I mean, they're, you know, the season's going to start soon and they want to know what they have, you know, so that they can compete. And they can, they can still go to the NBA Finals and win it with Kevin Durant and James Harden as their stars, as their chief stars. They they have more stars on their team also, um, but again, they can they can still win it all with what they have. Um, I think health is really the only thing um, that's hindering Brooklyn. But I mean, with the Kyrie situation, I think the 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 uh, the execs for Brooklyn they're just giving them too much leeway, um, and. He, and Kyrie doesn't he he has to take responsibility for that too because it's like you're holding up things um trying to oh let me do my research is either you're either going to take it or you're not if you if you're going to take it um you know then take it and and be done with it and 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 you know be on the floor be on the court with your teammates in practice and practice and get ready for the season if you're not going to take it then you know then walk away you know 
if they put you on the exemption, hey, you just got to lose half your money. Uh, but you sit out and you and you being true to your convictions. Um, but either way, it's just like he could have made a decision a long time ago. And that's where it becomes a distraction where it's like, OK, you just you trying to, you know, you you really think people are pawns out here and you you're um and you're acting like it by just being in limbo because it's like you're holding up a lot of things. So that I think that's the that's the problem with Kyrie. It's like make a decision and stand by it. That way it, you're not the narrative because it's like like it or not, you, people like you're you're a lightning rod because you're one of the best players in the NBA. And people like to watch you play basketball, and it, and it is going to matter whenever you're on the court. But if you're not going to be available, I mean, that, that matters. It's not like you're a player that people wouldn't know or care to watch anyway, but you're, one of, you're a major drawer of tickets. <laughs> so you're, you're box office. So it's like you, you, you can't just, uh, you know, hold hold things hostage um in a sense and, and that's really what's going on I, I mean even with the now what's different about the Ben Simmons thing I, f- I feel bad for um just all parties involved um I feel bad for Ben um because he clearly wants a new situation um I think he's a he's a great talent but he's still he's he's lacking some things um and the I think to me is no team has ha, has picked him up yet. I mean, it it really makes you question just Ben Simmons, like his ability. Because I mean, normally, I mean, again, we saw with, with James Harden, it didn't take long at all for you know for Harden to you know to get scooped up. Um, even though he was like, okay, well, I'll play with Houston, but they made it, they got a deal done. It's like they, they can't get a deal done with, with Ben Simmons. I, I just, I think because he, they look at him as used good. So that's going to be interesting to watch. Um, I, I hope everything works out for the best uh, with them. And it's, it's going to be a good NBA season. Um, and I don't know who's going to win, but it is, it's going to be really, um, Really fun to watch. I don't think it's going to be the Lakers, um, but it, it, it's going to be fun to see who's in the finals. But that is DLS Central for tonight. Thank you for listening. Holla at you later. God bless. Love you. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books, and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way. But how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site. Pick it up. Read it to your little ones. Teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way.